Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the 3-0 Changeup. I'll be your host, Kyle Cord, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate! Changeup episode, um, hello, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say hello, ladies and gentlemen, because I'd like to think that significant others have now joined us. If they're not interested in baseball talk, we're not talking baseball. Yeah, I mean... As a reminder, the three O changeups. We're eventually going to do enough of these to where I don't need to preface this. I hope time. so. I hope so. But as a reminder, these are just little bonus pods that we do where we talk about things that uh, we have a particular passion about, or things that interest us that are outside of baseball. Because we heard enough complaints about people saying, "Enough with the chit chat already. Talk about baseball." So we said, "You know what? We're going to dedicate dedicate a whole bonus pod series to it." Yeah. So. As a reminder, we've talked about things like Costco, fast food, board games, Thanksgiving, just all the random things you can think of. And today we have flying. But to your point, that's a good thought because you already know we got the the baseball ladies that are listening to yeah. our regular stuff. But for those who aren't particularly baseball fans that are significant others of Stay people right that here. listen to our stuff every day. We so we got a little something for everybody. That's that's why we're doing this. Uh, but as I mentioned, we are doing we are talking about flying today, and not certainly not the act of flying, but traveling through the air. We're Maybe not talking time. about what the yeah. what the pilots do. We're talking about the experience. You were thinking pilots. I, would say I was the, thinking Superman, but okay, fair. Uh, no, I was I was saying I was gonna say we're talking about the experience of flying, uh, but I was I was hesitant to say drudgery because I know that uh, you alluded to the fact that this is not exactly an enjoyable thing for you, as I'm sure it isn't for a lot of other people. I don't. I uh, no. I thought it was exciting the first couple times. Now it's just it's. I think the older I get, the grumpier I am, the less people I like. You know, can, can I just say something, though? And you, you're certainly entitled to your own opinion, as are the other people that fly on a regular basis or maybe infrequently, whatever. Um, But I have never understood the consistent complaint that surrounds flying. Not nothing in particular, just general, like the 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 hatred for flying because when you really think about it, 
And I have to reference this Louis C.K. bit that he did. I think it was on Conan a, a number of years ago, where he talks about. I think you're the fact really aging yourself right now. It, well, I didn't watch it live. It, I just <laughs> happened to catch it uh, on on a TikTok or something. I don't know. But he's talking about flying, and he's saying that people that complain about flying are just miserable because at the end of the day, you're complaining about sitting in a chair in the sky. And he says people, when they're done, when they're done flying, they go home and they tell their friends and family, they say, Oh yeah, my flight was, we had to sit on the runway for an extra 20 minutes. And then he goes, Oh, and then after you sat on the runway, did you fly 30,000 feet at 600 miles an hour? Like, is is that what happened? I, and I have to say, I'm kind of with him on that because who are we to really just beat flying down? You know, he made a point on there in his bit where he's talking about people that complain about the the length of flights. He's like, oh, it'll take me five hours to get from New York to California. He's like, that used to take like 30 years. I mean, certainly his <laughs> delivery his delivery was far better. But all that to say, I just wanted to get out in front of this because I know that, that complaining about flying, I'm guilty of it myself. I'm not going to pretend that I'm not. But I just know that that's a very common thing. And that's honestly probably why it even became a topic for us to talk about, because it's not just something that, no pun intended, flies under the radar. Because it's a it's a very it's a very polarizing experience. I think the actual act of sitting in like on the plane and flying is not the worst part of it. It's not the worst part. To be fair, to go on the other side of that argument, I get sick every time I fly. After uh, okay, every well, single time fair. I fly, because that garbage recycled air that they use. And nasty people, because you know people are dirty, just sneezing and coughing all over the place, rubbing their boogies all over the place. So that part is what bugs me. It's the traveling. It's the like, I got to be there two hours early nonsense. Do you park? Do you have to pay a freaking car payment to park at the airport? Do you have to make another car payment to instead Uber to the airport? It's a joke. The security is a joke. It's just all bad. I want to get one thing out of the way, though. I'm going to get one thing out of the way. There's a giant elephant in the room when it comes to flying. And I think I might piss some people off right here, but that's okay. You softies that uh, have suddenly, within the last few generations, developed these severe peanut allergies. Um, what's this about? Like, what? why? Why is it suddenly so bad? I miss the honey-roasted peanuts that were passed out for free. And here you are, just going about life, telling everyone to shut it down, because you're going to get a little tickle in the back of your throat. Because someone that's 18 rows away cracked open a little bag of peanuts. <laughs> Well, what I don't is this, know much why about is this suddenly allergies. so bad? I, I, I understand where you're coming from, but what I was going to say is I don't, I don't know much about peanut allergies, but I do know, and I, I've, I've heard about horror stories of it being 
a little more than a tickle in the back of the throat. I'm I've heard of like windpipe shutting down. I've heard of rashes and did hives. Did they even get hives from peanut uh, peanuts? I don't know. Just chaos ensuing though. So what is it? What like why? I I don't. When we were I, kids, peanuts were nothing. Peanuts didn't matter. That's peanut butter and jelly you sandwiches. You go at into school. a steakhouse and throw peanuts on the ground. Like they had barrels of peanuts that you could eat. At, waiting to be seated at your table and you t- you know what you do with the shells you just throw them on the ground now now look at we us we can't have them on airplanes now look at us not so good. uh but let's to get that out of the way uh, well i'm gl- i'm glad you got that out of the way yeah. i hope you feel a little bit better let's let's start from the top here with the with the flying experience we i'm i'm sure we could go further back we could talk about the packing and all that but for the sake of time i'm a legit let's get professional packer by the way I, I, that's why I didn't even want to waste any time. Cause yeah. I know you've flown so much that it's, it's methodical at this point. So no need to waste any time. Let's get to the airport. Let's start there. I already know the answer, but explain your logic, explain your way of thinking when it comes to arriving at the airport at a given time, how early, how late, how on time and for what reason? I understand, uh, well, understand is a generous word. I don't fully agree getting to the airport super early. If flight is at 6, you board at 5.30. I don't need to be there at 4. I'm sorry. I I don't need to be through security twiddling my thumbs at the gate for an hour and a half. Now, if you're vacation mode and you're like, hey, we want to go get breakfast and have mimosas by the gate, tie on a little buzz before you get on the plane, I understand. I understand the logic. I don't disagree with that. But that's vacation mode. I just don't need... To get there super early, and I think maybe it's because, you know, the Phoenix airport is legit, super legit. There's like a million different security checkpoints that uh, that you can go through versus like Denver. Denver's probably the worst airport ever of getting to. There's like, there's two checkpoints, but one's always closed. So, yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't need to waste that much time. I don't, I don't get that. I think that, I think we're a new generation. I think we're, we're putting our foot down and we're saying, you know what? We don't need to be there three hours early. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, well, what happens, and I, I have witnessed this firsthand because you were out here and you had a return flight and you didn't make it on time. What happens when you miss a flight? That was the only flight I've ever missed, by the way. One. How many flights? My my question for you is how many? And I didn't ask you this right after it happened because I didn't want to be rude. Because I'm I'm sure missing a flight sucks. So I I figured I'd wait. But I'll ask you now: How many flights do you need to miss for you to possibly change your philosophy? And hear me out: I'm not saying my philosophy is superior, but I'm just. If it's something that I'm spending that much money on, I feel like I would want to err on the side of caution a little bit. I just think it depends on the trip. Depends on the trip. Like, for example, Paige and I, are we're going on our honeymoon in April, and we're going on a cruise. So we got to leave from Florida. That is like a very much like, hey, this is a trip to get to a trip. Very specific. It's going across the country. That kind of thing. If it's an easy flight, a couple states across from each other, there's typically a bunch of flights going out. I don't know. I mean, I just, I don't just be better, you know? Your airport's pretty rough too. I don't love your airport. It's, it's, it's nice that it's right down the street from you. Good for you there. But I'm not a fan of like the through security train to get to another train to get to that weird, like you have like these giant, like these giant tour bus things that go on huge wheels. This isn't, this isn't some regional airport. We got big, we got high rollers out here. We got people. Those things are crazy. We got people of status that have to be places and we don't, we can't, we can't be messing around out here. I'm not one of those people, but it's just kind of the price you have to pay. That's yeah. That's that's where we're at. Yeah. I don't it's know. It's tough. I agree with you. The 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 trip to the trip, like I, I'm taking a bus ride to my terminal. That's that's a bit much, but it's a bit much. It's, it's where we're much. at. Uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a two hours get there, account for security, account for needing to go to the bathroom, fill up I think water it, bottles, get food. An hour before you board is typically good for me. I just play it safe with the two hours. Be, like I, I, if I could two hours get it down, before you board or two hours before flight. Two hours before the flight. All right. See, we're only a half hour apart. So it's not. Yeah, it's not terrible. Yeah. I just, I just try to add in that extra bubble for different securities because I've been through excellent securities and I've been through. I've been through bad securities. ones. Which brings me to my next point that I wanted to talk about: TSA. In the spirit of getting things out of the way, let me just say this. The people and and these these conversations that we have on these bonus pods are more often than not joking. G- getting a little serious here for a second. The people that complain about security at airports, it blows my mind. Sure, they could be a little more efficient. Sure, they could be a little bit, little bit more polite. 
but understand why this was introduced in the first place. Understand why this has to be done and understand that if we didn't have this, the chances of you getting to your next destination wouldn't be as high as they are. Okay. Let's just, let's just clear that up. So for the people complaining about security, I'm sorry that you have to tack on an extra 20, 30 minutes to your traveling experience, but just understand that this is a reality now that we have to, that we have to live with. How many times, how many times has your bag been pulled? If it's going under a little conveyor belt and it gets set off to the side and they're like, whose bag is this? You're like, that's me. You got to go stand over there. Is there anything sharp in here that we need to worry about? No. How many times has that happened to you? I've maybe gotten asked maybe once. Mm. Yeah. Maybe twice. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. People that fly enough, that happens enough, that pisses you off. Especially when you know that there's nothing in there. Especially when you know. Yeah, but that's when you know. If if they were just like, uh, I guess I guess my point is, imagine imagine you've got somebody there that's walking through security that intends to do harm, and the guy, the, the TSA guy, goes, "Hey, whose bag is this? Uh, is there anything sharp in here we need to know about?" Meanwhile, he's got like, he's got freaking explosives in there. Here's the and thing. the guy's like, "Nope, all good," and the guy's like, "Have a great day, sir." Go go right along. Here's like, what's frustrating. Here's what's frustrating is that we don't get a consistent mm, set of rules or guidelines across the board. Sometimes I don't need to pull out my laptop. Sometimes I do. Sometimes true, I don't true. need to take my shoes off. Sometimes I do. I had to take yeah, my hoodie off the about. other day. I've never ever had to you take my hoodie, hoodie off take it off it's ridiculous that's ridiculous the rule has been if there's a zipper yes that can come off but i was wearing a legit hoodie like the one you're wearing now regular hoodie and the guy was like do you have a shirt underneath and i was like yeah why I'm not yeah that psychopath. hoodies need to come off what what do you mean this hoodie needs to come off sir my question to that would be is what if you said no, I don't have a shirt underneath? Then like uh, lift them up like Dwight when he's checking for wires. <laughs> Just lift it up. I don't know. No, all that I, I hear what you're saying. And that goes back to what I said at the beginning. It's like, yes, it could be more efficient. Yes, they could be more polite, but I mean I just I don't think I enjoy I don't think we can group them together with like first responders. I just think that there's no, no, no. I'm not a level sorry, I, of like. I should have specified. I didn't mean TSA specifically. I just meant the the, the need for security, the pro, the security oh, yeah, yeah. process. Sure. TSA, that's a whole nother story, man. Like yeah. the yelling, the yeah, like I'm not kidding. I'll break out in like a mild sweat. Yeah, when I get to the front of the security line because I'm like. What are they going to tell me that I did wrong? What are they going to mm-hmm. find in my bags that I know is not in there, but somehow yeah. will be in my bag when they open it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's a nerve wracking experience, and they're yelling at you the whole time. And I'm like, I'm taking my shoes off as fast as I can, and then they say, 
no, don't take your shoes off. And I said, well, you just told me to take my shoes off. It's, it's crazy. It's wild. Uh, it's wild. The amount of pressure you feel when it's finally your turn and you have like a backpack, a bag, and then you're emptying your pockets and you know, there's a line behind you. You've been waiting in that line. It has been difficult to wait in that line. But the second you get up there, it's like straight panic mode to be as absolutely fast as possible. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You it's get like to that the front, pressure. you're like, now we go. Now and we everyone, go. like, you know, people are just staring at you pissed. If you're like, oh, uh, uh, my belt, I'm sorry. <laughs> and you get to the way to go through, you put your, put your arms above your head. Mm. Yeah. Mm, can mm, we be mm. a little more understanding as human beings with each other in the security line? Because you, you're right. People will look at you with the, the most coarse judgment yeah and then you just turn back around and just watch them crumble just disassemble at the the instructions that are being given to them or i'd like to know when when the decision is every time you go through that thing where it's got like the big you just stand in that booth yeah and you gotta put your arms above your head but the metal detector walk through thing is like right next to it like they just decide randomly, oh, this line's getting a little long. Let's just shove some people through this way. It's just a lack of organization. That's all. I don't have a problem with with the process. I just want to know if we can nail down one process. That's fair. And just keep it universal across the board. Every airport we go to. That's fair. All right. So we're through security. You get to your terminal. Thoughts on the boarding process? Because I, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Do you fly Southwest a lot? I do because it's a hub and I go to see my mom in Denver, which is another hub. So yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but they have like the no reserve seating thing. No, it's the quickest you check in. It's like a first come first serve kind of thing. Right. But then they do that. And then you you line up by like numbers, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you have like three groups like ABC and you're like A12, B32, C10, whatever it may be. But that is starting to become an issue. Because you can, you got all like your A-list members or whatever, all those people that are super fancy and they fly every day. They take all of A. So if I was to set an alarm, you got the 24 hours in advance. I set my alarm. I'm going to check in the second this freaking alarm goes off. Boom, you hit it. And all of a sudden it's like B30. And you're like, how? I just did it five seconds after you released this. It's all the goons that are in the A-list. So they get all the first. And then you can pay to be at the front. Then you got the people like the families with small children. All those people are way more important than you, no matter how fast you can check in. So Southwest is slightly flawed. And to be honest, I don't really love the experience on those planes either. My stepdad calls them South Worst. So, you know, there you go. Let's let's back up for a second. I I got us to the I got us to the boarding line too quickly. As you're walk you're through security, as you're walking to your gate. Mm-hmm. You're looking around, people are walking by, some people are running by, trying to catch their connecting flight. 
you see a couple of the the newsstands, you see a couple of the restaurants, you see some of the convenience stores, the kiosk, this and that. Are you grabbing anything? And if you say no because of how overpriced it is, my question to you then is what scenario, if any, would there be where you would grab some snacks and or food for the flight? Did not used to buy snacks. Enter page. We have plenty of goldfish here at home. She makes it a mission to get goldfish when we get in the airport. God forbid we just load up a Ziploc of one of those puppies, throw it in the purse. But no, no, which no. I might add, which I might add is legal, by the way. Totally legal. Feels illegal, but is legal. Yeah, we got to find goldfish. You'd be surprised the number of airports that don't have goldfish for some reason. So she always has to settle for something else. We got, uh, we got the Gordettos the last time. Love those. Um, and then some kind of sweet, some type of, we do get a big bottle of water. We do share a big bottle of water. The little cup of water that you get on the on the plane, just saying it. Little shot of water to keep you hydrated, like you're a freaking camel. Like what? I I'm supposed to hold on to this hydration for the rest of the flight. Like you can't give me a bigger cup. I don't so, think people know this, but you can ask them for more drinks. Dude, like, they especially hate if you, get, you. They hate you if you, you ask for anything extra. If you get a soda and they pour like half the can out. Which is a whole nother sham because if you're the person that gets the second half of that bottle, that can, uh, you're, you're yeah. already getting more flat soda anyway. You, you sure are. You sure you're are. You're just getting syrup at that point. But if you just ask them for the can, I think, I think they're. I'm not going to say legally obligated, but I, I think most airlines will give you that. Probably. Um, yeah, not a not a huge snack guy. I think you got to be careful with certain snacks. The guy that gets beef jerky, by the way, should not be allowed to fly. When you open up a bag of fresh beef jerky, you know that thing smells like a fart. You should not be allowed to open that puppy up. Shouldn't even be beef, sold in airports. Beef jerky burps on an airplane uh, with cabot with with. Uh, uh, sealed up tight cabin air stank. no thanks no stank. thanks no thank you i did get the the mini oreos the bag of mini oreos last time as well it was another solid what was that like 12 bucks something like that something like that yeah have you ever uh, for the record not a snack person the only time i will get food we usually we usually pack snacks at a time uh, but the only time we'll get like meals is if we're traveling somewhere that's like rather long flight and we know that there's either a not going to be a, a meal right away. Like we're not getting into town and immediately going to like meet up with somebody. If it's a thing mm -hmm. where, you know, mm -hmm. we're going to the, to the hotel or the Airbnb or the, or the friend's house, whoever we're going and we know it's going to be a while we'll you maybe grow just up. grabs. Well, maybe just grab something there or right outside the airport at a fast food joint. Here's, or whatever, I got a serious question for you. Very rare. What do you got? Maybe I'm the only one that worries about this, but I think we should still address it. 
I think that there's other people that listen that may have this concern as well. Do you say it is a long flight? Flying to you and me, like whichever, you come to me, me come to you, that's like a four or four and a half hour flight. Are you conscientious of the meal before that flight that could make you know number two on the plane? Maybe you got to go poops. You got to watch out for certain meals before that flight. Do you think of that? Is that in the Uh, equation? Yeah, yeah. Maybe not as much as equation. yeah, I mean it's it's definitely there. Maybe just not to the level that it should be because if there's something that I'm eyeing, like especially the morning when I'm like real hungry, because you mm-hmm. know you, especially if you got an early flight, you're hungry, you probably didn't get a chance to grab anything on the way out, so you're like, ooh, let me get this, like fill in the blank, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Some of the airports will have like Chick Fil A, and I'm like, let me get that, let me get that uh, spicy biscuit sandwich. Big mistake. Am I aware that I'm getting it? Am I aware that I'm getting it? And I know yeah. that it, the potential effects it'll have on me? Sure. But do I want it more than the pain that it might cause me and the people near me? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. But I try to be I try to be considerate. Try to um, try to avoid the the Mexican food. That's definitely my thing. not doing that. Definitely Just not avoid doing that. for like a 24 hour span. Have you ever have you ever flown uh, first class? I have never flown first class. Have you? I have not. I was curious if you had, but I figured we're kind of in the same I'm, boat. I'm really hoping for like a like a true first class experience. I think we're gonna ball out on our honeymoon. I think we're gonna fly first class. You should. You um, definitely should. And I want to be on a plane that has like a true first class, not the lame like. You know, like where you're walking through and they got the little curtain and this there's only two chairs instead of three. You're talking about where you have like a full living room to like stroll out in? I'm talking about when you walk onto the plane. If you're first class, you don't you don't have any of the peasants walking past you. You are to the left, peasants are to the right. You know what I'm saying? Like it is a full on I want champagne sitting on my on my chair when I go to my spot. I've never understood that whole first class thing where they're like sitting up front. How like how how enjoyable is that? Right. To, like sure, you get on right. the flight, you get on the plane first and you're going to be first off. But to sit there for like 20, 30 minutes while people mm-hmm. are just straggling by and like bumping you and like swinging their laptop bags and their backpacks the and their diaper bags. Peasants, yeah. Like how enjoyable Me. is that? You uh, were the peasants. We're the peasants. I just, yeah. I've never understood that, but I mean, I just, I, guess I don't I s- think that's true first class. I consider that no, like business I class. I, yeah. I gotta be honest. I don't know if I've ever been on a plane where there is like a true first class where like, yeah, that they got chair those is going to lay down or something. Right. Yeah. They have those planes that have like pods where they're like, Dude, you're that's like the nestled dream. in. That's yeah. insane. You're flying on like a, an aircraft carrier with wings. I don't know how they have room for all of that. Yeah. I, that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I, I one day I will be in one of those. You sh- yeah. Yeah. I think everybody they got like headphones like this when you put on, you know? Yeah. Not these like dollar tree, <laughs> like they break halfway through the flight kind of. Let's get in. Let's get into the free stuff. Let's get into the free stuff that is included on planes. 
Yeah, let's get into the the food and entertainment. Um, all right, headphones. Some places, some flights give them, some don't. Uh, but as you can imagine, they're garbage. Yep. Um, some will give you. I've seen some that offer the uh, what are they called? Like the night the the, the eye the, covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever like they're the, called. I, yeah, the face, like the, the, the eye, mask thing, the eye mask. The eye thing. shades or whatever. Yeah, I've seen those, which are nice, especially, you know, the red eyes, which that's a whole nother thing. Um, the food, you mentioned the, the peanuts used to be pretzels, by the way. I hate pretzels. I I don't discriminate against pretzels. I, I hate them. I, I, I like a good bag of pretzels. Little Pair piece of trivia, nice, by the way. Pretzels are the oldest snack. Are they really? That makes the sense. The oldest. I, goes back to Rome. I could see that. Pretty neat. I mean, it's basically what? Wheat? Yep. Anyway. You, you, um, you're you okay with them, huh? Yeah. I'm. Well, for the, for the flights that give them, yeah. But I've seen... I know some of the flights now are getting a little bougie. They're getting their like little small business products in there, which I'm, yeah. I'm kind of a fan of. Um, like little bougie, uh, white chocolate and nut mixes stuff like, or not nut, but you know, like oh yeah, 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 yeah. The the fancier things. I had we flew United last time, and I had a little, a little, like a quinoa cookie thing, like a chocolate quinoa cookie. It sounds weird when you say quinoa, but it's like oh, I had that too. You know what I'm talking about? They're like a yes, dry I- chocolate covered. I had that too. I that was thing like, slaps. I, I didn't know what to expect, but it actually it hit. I, was, thing, I was a fan. Yeah, I'm last. I'm I'm all good. I'd rather not even if pretzels are the only thing you have. I'll go hungry. That's no, how I feel about no, it. No, you pair. I mean, they can't be garbage pretzels, but like if it's the pair, mix, sure. It's I'll all about the it. salt. No, it's all about the salt. If they're if it's a quality bag of pretzels, you pair it with a nice crisp crisp soda. That's that's an okay pair, especially for like the cheaper flights where you know you're not necessarily getting those bougie snacks. I'm okay with that. I'm I'm happy with it as long as I can get that full can. If I can get that full can, I'll be okay. Um, speaking of things that are not free, okay, necessarily all the time. Actually, if ever, the internet. Are you ever paying for internet? No. That is the biggest scam. scam. Like eight or nine bucks. Are you kidding me? How many hundreds of dollars are we paying for this flight? And you can't give me internet for three hours? It, what are we doing? Like you have it already. It's already on there. It's it's in the airplane. You got that wired thing. You got it going. The cloud. <laughs> whatever. It's there. So don't tell me like you're not you're able to make your bill this month if I don't pay the eight bucks. Look, I don't know how I don't know how internet works, but my line either. of thinking is you're getting closer to space where mm. this stuff is going anyway. I agree. So it should operate on a cheaper basis. That's I at least agree. my opinion. Don't yeah, know if it think works about that way. That. I have the top of the line Wi-Fi here at home. I pay $130 a month for top of the line Wi-Fi. It's a joke how much that how much that costs. If 10% of the people on the plane are dropping eight bucks. That's a lot of money. 
That is a lot of money. What a scam. Um, They're not paying you, for it. They're not paying for Wi-Fi. No, they're absolutely not. Um, I will. Be- I'm a. I'm a download like a Netflix okay. show or movie on the iPad beforehand kind of guy. I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you. Um, if they don't have like a screen. We talking like shows, movies, music, podcasts. If I'm alone, movie. If I'm with Paige, show. Couple yeah, episodes. it's tough. It's tough to commit to a full movie on a plane. Like, even though you're going to be up in the air for a while, I'm still like, eh, I might want to, I might want to switch. I got to have good. Yeah. 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 I see what you're saying. Like, if you're not feeling it for like after an hour and then you're like, Hey, I want to, I want to move on in into something else. Yeah. Yeah. Also just, it depends on the volume. If the volume's rocking or not, if you can hear it or not. More often right. than not, I'm going to watch a movie I've already seen. For that reason. We mentioned, I, I meant to ask you this, because this is a this is a rather controversial thing to me, and I'm sure maybe some other people. Are you listening to the safety instructions before takeoff? And I ask you that not... Like, are you, are you take, are you like taking notes? Are you trying to remember everything? But are you at least giving them the time of day? No. Making eye contact with them while they give their instructions. If I'm sitting in the exit row, probably because they're right there and they're asking you questions like, Hey, are you comfortable helping people? Which by the way, my last flight that I took, they asked me that because I was in the exit row and I, I couldn't quite hear what she said, but it was something that I could tell required like uh, like a verbal uh, confirmation affirmative thing so i was like yeah and she goes and she looks at me and she stares and she smiles and she goes i'm sorry i'm gonna need you to 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 state whether or not you you're physically and ready readily able i was like yes and i i it clicked in my mind i was like oh they need like an an actual yes for legal reasons because if you're sitting there going yeah yeah whatever yeah." yeah and something goes down then yeah that's a not a good spot to be in, but yeah, yeah. that's they're just gonna kick you off the plane. I I try to give them a little bit of both, you know. I try to give them like I'm not gonna sit there and and take notes and and share my cliff notes with with the people around me, but you know, like I'm sure it sucks for them having to do that however many times a day or a week. But I think it's I, I try to just look up glance kind of nod. OK, yeah, that, I see what you're saying. That reminds me. I think it's United or American that's now putting on like the little movie on the screens. Yeah. That's yeah. the security thing. So like I, I for some reason that pisses me off more than the person standing up in the aisle. And it, what's crazy is if you if you're because if they have the screen, they usually have like games or the shows or whatever. Right. Right. And you can't, they're like, you're no. watching this whether you want to or not. Like right. you are not backing out. You're not turning the volume down. This right. is here to stay. Yeah. Which that's bold. And it's like a whole production too. They're like they have like real legit actors and actresses in those things now. It's like Oh, it's a production. Just, we I just love need it. to pump the brakes on this. And if I start if I'm watching a game. And that crap kicks on and it's on for like 10 minutes. You're punching the seat back. I'm so pissed. 
I'm so pissed. And ooh, that reminds me when they cut in. If there's an announcement and it pauses your thing, I hate that too. That's the worst. Because the pilot what? gets on and he's like, uh, "So <laughs> we're just we're flying about twenty five thousand feet right now, and and we're flying into Denver, and uh, it's not even we're gonna land at nine thirty. So just uh, everybody." Kick back, enjoy the rest of your flight. And, uh, give it. It's no. Give it, like, sir. Please give me the nuts and bolts. Of, give me the nuts and bolts of what I need to know. But he gets on there and he's like, uh, "Yeah, we're uh, <laughs> over the Grand Canyon right now, and uh, my co-pilot's asleep." Uh, I tell you what, myself. <laughs> Uh, a flight attendant's looking pretty nice if I do say so myself. Uh... It's like, dude, get off the mic and just tell us when we're getting there, if the weather's going to be choppy getting in, and whether or not we can have our seatbelts off. That's all I we need to know. I don't need to hear from you. And if if it's turbulence, let me know. Outside of that, I don't need to hear you. I don't need to hear your name. I know what time we're getting in. I booked the flight. We got on the plane on time. I know when we're getting there. And the I'm internet aware. That, the internet that I paid $64 for gives me access to the the trip like exactly. distance that we have left and how much time we have left. The Just, little light above my head tells me if I can get up or not with the freaking <laughs> seatbelt thing. Just get out of here. All right. What's the speaking of punching seatbacks? What's just like the worst thing that somebody could do on a plane that would just make you lose your mind? Mm. Did I tell you, I told you the story. I think I mentioned the story uh, when we did our Costco change up bonus pod. Um, I wanted to punch myself because I felt so bad for the people around me. But when we were leaving Hawaii to come back, Mm-hmm. We were we stopped at a Costco to to gas up the rental car and to just get some food before we headed out. Yeah, and I got we just got everything, dude. We got pizza because we knew it was gonna be a long flight. We got pizza, we got hot dog, we got uh, smoothies. Yeah, and just loaded up. And I tell you what, dude, the hot dog burps. Ah, uh, yeah, that came back to bite me. Sure did. And I it, bet. it it punished the people around me. So that was not. I, like I said, I wanted to punch myself, but people, I've seen some other wild things, complete lack of awareness with personal space. They're yep. just sprawled out. It's like, yep. look, buddy, we have a, sh- we're sitting in a shoe box. Yep. There's three shoe boxes that we're yep. all sitting in, in this row. Stay in your shoe box and I'll stay in mine. Yep. 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 There's just unwritten rules. Middle seat gets both armrests. So don't try to cram your fat elbows over. If you're on the aisle, like stay have over you, there. Have you had somebody that actually follows that rule? I don't think I've ever flown with somebody that follows that rule because it's, whenever I'm in the middle, I never get my armrest. I'm always sitting there like shoulders hunched like this. Oh man. You don't really, you can't really say anything either. You know, you can't bring it up. Yeah. I was thinking about that. 
we need to start as a as a society we need to be and i know some people take this to the full extreme we need to be more comfortable with telling people like speaking up yeah can you not put your feet like the people behind you can you not put your feet all the way under my seat to where they're poking out through the front underneath my seat can we not do that can you not can can you get your hair off the back of my chair so because you're blocking my tv yeah that one's bad we need to keep your shoes on too. Up. Keep your shoes on. That's a weird. That's, that's just yeah. I mean, have 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 some class here. Have if you're wearing flip flops, understandable. Who's wearing flip flops? That's on a an weird airplane? thing. That is a weird thing no. to do. But outside of that, keep your shoes on. Um. I think the people that really bug me are getting on and they're and they got the overhead bins and stuff. And they like if one's closed because it's full, you know. You know what I'm talking about? Like, don't open that again. I don't know why my screen just closed. Sorry. It's my little pause there. Um, don't open that. Like you know, you know it's full. Don't open it hoping to squeeze your big bag in. No. Leave that closed. Move along. Um, I don't like those people. I don't like. I don't like people who complain about babies. If babies yeah. are crying, like g- get a life, okay. Obviously, that mom or that dad is having a way worse time than you are. Yeah. So just, just get over yourself. Shut up. The Although I will say, and I was in to kind of like jog my memory about things i wanted to talk about i was doing just like i was just looking up like the flying experience and like common experiences that people have and and issues that people have with other people and this one article that i I was looking at it was talking about the difference so there's a difference with the babies they said there's the parents who like you said are having just a way worse time right like they're they're trying you know they're they're trying they're up to their eyeballs in just like diapers and tears and everything but then there's the people that treat the people around them like they're babysitter and Mm. it's like no you're gonna deal with my kid today it's like no yeah put like have some control over your child the fine line fine line um what do you feel like there's any animals that aren't acceptable to fly with saw a cat on my my plane last time i've ever seen a cat I've seen service dogs. I heard the cat first. A lot of meowing going on. Yeah, that's a little weird. Uh, For for a sec. Yeah, I've seen I've seen dogs, but dogs are cool. um, Dogs are fine. Cats don't love them, but they're they're there. They're fine. Any sort of reptile. I don't even know how there'd be a reptile on a plane. I'm sure there's a a freaking uh I think we just call it. We just we just call it cats. What are they called again? Not therapy therapy animals what are they called um support so yeah like emo- yeah that's what it was. Emotional, emotional support, support. i'm yeah. sure there's like emotional support lizards out there i think uh, look i'm not trying to hurt any feelings here i think we're getting a little out of control with that i agree Shut like there's su- there's proven data that shows that like the dog and possibly even the cat thing works but we're getting a little out of control with yeah somebody. like your peacock is not an emotional support peacock no. So leave that, keep at, that home. at home. If they're in a zoo, they shouldn't be on a plane. I think we can just, I think we just leave it there. I think that's where we draw the line. Fair. 
how are you uh how do you gauge your your reclining how far is too far i'll go back one to two notches at most i'm very that's something i'm very i'm very conscious about it yeah I'm very aware because I know that I hate when people do it to me. So, yeah. you know, just try to pay it forward or whatever and, and hope yeah. that the person in front of you doesn't do it if you're if you're not doing it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, very aware, very trying to be very considerate of that. I, I'm a I'm a relatively considerate flyer. You know, I'm, I'm like, very I have to be have nobody. To be. Nobody's thoroughly enjoying this experience. So let's all just chip in, do our part to yes. make this as easy and painless as possible. Yes. And we'll get home happy. We'll get to your destination happy. That's that's really the thing for me. Window and or aisle? I like the window. I'm not saying I, I prefer that, but I'm saying there are certain situations where I do like the window, especially if you're going to like a really neat place. Like our, our flight to Hawaii. Not that I would want a, a window flight to Hawaii because that's way too long. Yeah. But if you're going to a place like that where it's like, Dang, I'd the really view. like to see. I'd, yeah, I'd really like to see that. Um, I'd be open to it, but I think most people would say aisle, probably including myself. I like the freedom. I just going back to the considered thing. I hate having to ask people to get up for me to go to the bathroom. So if I'm sitting on the aisle, I'm I'm straight. Window for sleeping, aisle fits middle of the day. That's my that's, that's my true. method. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. It's my good method. system because you could wor worst case like. 75% of the flight, there's no one in the aisle, so you can kind of space out a little bit. Use the aisle to do that. I'm about it. Uh, we may need to do a part two. For the sake of time, we have to we have to wrap it up here. Um, yeah. we got to get going. But we may have to do a part two because I still feel like there's stuff we didn't even get to that we need to talk about. So maybe this is one even, of those. Yeah, I've actually covered my worst two. flying experience on this podcast before. It was a few years ago. All right. Well, then let's let's plan on doing a part two. Yeah. Maybe we'll do it next. Maybe we'll we'll surprise maybe you. Come guys. back we'll later. Sprink, we'll sprinkle it sprinkle it in a little bit there. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, but with that said. Thank you for thank you all for sticking around. Thank you for listening to our bonus pod. Hope you enjoy these, and uh, we will talk to you again soon. Forgot my forgot my sign out for this. I, I had one have. last episode. I thought of something cur creative, and then now it's gone. Whatever. See ya. I'll do it for you. Bye.